0: Impression the game we get with what you put in. it's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. But
1: not so much control in the centre of the field from Phil Kenny as Richie Bennett sends it, and high and over the bar!
0: You mother send you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods, and she gave you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods. Can you? He
1: just about kept in, oh, what Todd? Shawty Buckley, to do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here, one of that.
0: Been out there from the court today. No more about made the that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the back him, that's it. No, ifs, no buts. much time left? A couple of injuries. Here comes Curry. Curry
2: the charge of the right 45 out, He's a chance to score. He's He's
0: there. There's no sympathy in this game for anybody. You know, I gotta come back.
1: And that was the new Limerick jersey that is available online uh, through O'Neill's and the Limerick GA website. And the jerseys uh, are actually modelled um, by two of the guests that are on tonight, uh, with Ian Corbett and Dolan O'Sullivan, um, the joint captains of the Limerick senior football team. Uh, two lads who I would have trucked with for, was it four or five years, uh, the tail end of my career and the start of theirs. And uh, they've gone on to bigger and better things since then. Uh, welcome, lads. Thanks for joining us tonight. Cheers, Thanks, Uh, I suppose hot off the presses is the news about getting back uh, possibly to some level of inter-county training or even any sort of training at this stage um, with the news from Croke Park about uh, the training on April, I think, the 19th. um, Non-contact training, so it dropped there just today. Um, I'm sure you're very anxious to get back on the pitch, um, especially the way last year finished. Um, So, Ian, I'll come to you first. What, like? I know you're probably doing a lot on your own at the minute away from the pitch like. but good news on
0: that front uh, Yeah definitely Look, there's a date there you know, in terms of what capacity we go back and whether there's league and if there's championship and what we'd kind of have to wait and see but like, we're kind of trending on our own since January so there's definitely happiness to be getting back in the team setting
1: Yeah and with the weather I suppose today's weather and the evening's getting longer like it's Normally, April time is when you start taking up a gear with the inter-county team. Like so, it's kind of it's an interesting one that you're going to actually be starting off in April. So the body, the minds are fairly fresh, I'd say.
0: I oh, like it. It definitely be better, kind of calendar-wise, if the league was starting this time of the year rather than playing the last week in January, the first week in February. Like there's some league games there have been in awful conditions. Like yeah, so you'd be hoping that we'll have a bit of sunshine and little to no wind when we are playing games.
1: Absolutely. And Dole, yourself, obviously, being a, a well-documented frontline worker, I know you said back in February that look, getting outdoors and kicking ball like was was, was probably as, as safe an environment as is possible at the minute. But like you you must be happy out that you've maybe got a date now where you can actually focus on getting back to, to meeting the lads again. I know it's an environment where it's not normal, but at least you're getting back, meeting the boys, getting the ball kicked around.
2: Yeah, I think it's a huge lift because... Um I don't know about Ian, but, like, say about two or three weeks ago when it was very uncertain, like, well, I personally had a bit of a wobble about um, keeping training on, on your own on the basis that, like, it was a bit demoralising, like, you know, we're nearly three months in and there, were, there was no date set in stone. So at least we was something to work towards now, um, which is very positive. And, like, today, for instance, I was um, in a practice in Castle O'Connell for the week and we were doing vaccinations. So with the good weather, everyone was in good form. Like, so, you know, there's kind of green shoots there, which is positive. Yeah, like, it's it's
1: a massive thing. for Like, you can see it around the place. People are in better form. Obviously, people would love it if it was just all opened up straight away and everyone was to get back. But I do think it helps when you've got... You can at least see that the, the county teams are back up and running and the underage are, are, are I think, following the week after in, in non-contact. But, like, it's it's a boost to everyone, I'd say. And you can probably see it even more so from your end.
2: Yeah, but, like, even at that pair, like... Look, it's great to get a small small amount even at this stage and I know you can't bite the hand that feeds you, but like, there's even an argument that you could throw out there should the club have come first. I think personally getting as many people doing something healthy, outdoors, active is great. But look, myself and Ian are in a lucky position, a privileged position that from an inter-county perspective we're, we're back training. But there's an argument there that could you get as many people out playing club within counties in a in a difficult year? I, I, I think it's something that has to be kind of raised and thought about going, going forward.
1: Yeah, but I do suppose like if, if, if club did get going the next month or two, like normally the summer months are, are kind of like graveyard for club, any sort of mm. club, whereas, you know, you're looking for silver linings on it, wouldn't it be unreal? Given that everybody is nearly living close to their locality at this stage, you've serious interest, you've serious numbers. I know Claire, I think there's teams in Claire that are putting in second teams that never they were struggling to get first teams because they have so many people local. Like, so I you think they need to look at this. Go on. No, I, I just think they definitely need to look at it, pal. yeah. Yeah, and like it's it's it could be like I know it's a kind of a negative so far, but it could be really spun if it was done right, if it's possible, like and we can't get it up and running. Like, it you was, only. It's it it
0: issue with that like is if they give the club a three or four minute one window like for jewel counties then you're squashing games in on top of each other there will yeah. probably be no interprovincial for teams that do win their respective counties like is it getting the full and proper treatment it does like i know it's great that more people are playing sports but at least if you do it later in the year you can play hurling and a football a week apart and you can finish out the competitions
1: yeah, and actually, it was something that I was going to come to later, but now that we've touched on it, I might just keep going. It's like the the, the split season that's been been offered, kind of as a solution to this age old what's the what's the solution to club versus county? Like, how did you two find the last year? Were you able to concentrate more? Ian, if I start with you, were
0: you able to concentrate more on Newcastle? Um, yeah I, yeah, I was like because I was only training for Newcastle really, Uh so I suppose there was that element that it was the first time in nine ten years that i've been with the club fully for league championship kind of everything together so it is something that's probably not done enough county players like i don't get to play with the fellas i grew up playing with often enough uh but i suppose then you do have that element that club championship technically wasn't finished i know limerick had to finish club championship but i didn't get to represent limerick which anytime we win the county I'd have taken great pride in doing representing Limerick in the Munster championship
1: Absolutely and I suppose in your own situation Castle like you, like you were saying earlier because you were trying to fit in everything you had a situation where you had the, the hurling final on the Sunday and then you were in the county semi-final on the Wednesday so I suppose it is a great idea but it just has to be done the right way that you're not shoving things in on top of each other
0: Yeah definitely like that wasn't look that wasn't the reason we were beat Like, but it was yeah. far from ideal I think we had 10 players play 80 minutes of a uh, County intermediate final on a Sunday or Saturday afternoon and then we were playing it there. The best team in Limerick the last three years, like so it was an ideal preparation.
1: Yeah. yeah. Outside of that though, you probably it's it's probably is something worth looking at where you get a clear run of it. Like so
2: and what you are thinking,
1: Monlean? Did, how did you get on? How did
2: you find it? Oh, well, you really enjoyed it. It was one of my favourite years playing with Monlean. Obviously we didn't progress, but um it's great to kind of really be at every session and have a good kind of Build up to championship, and I thought it. To, uh, I thought it worked well where you're not juggling two teams.
1: Yeah, and like even I know lads from home would say. I leave, even I saw it myself with with Danny Neville. Like when 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 your inter county players are around, like it does probably bring a bit of edge and a bit more to the sessions, Like that you know that people are kind of pushing it that bit more and like the standards. Obviously, in clubs are, are pretty, especially in mainly and Newcastle. Like you understand is pretty good anyway, but. When your inter county players are involved in trainings, like it, do, there's no doubt that it does bring it to another level. Would you have found that, Donald?
2: Yeah, and like um that was mid or kind of towards the end of the first lockdown, wasn't it? So there was yeah. a real buzz. Like I remember one of the first sessions we were up, like we'd record numbers of training, like, and I think everyone was itching for road at that stage. So it was a it was a very enjoyable season, and that's why at the back of my mind, and again, I'm very conscious now, like we can't. Be too demanding in our requests, and it's great to have the intercounty season to look forward to in the next two three months. But I'd be mindful of that as you're talking about, you know, the five percent that can play when the kind of the wider GA playing public are itching to play as well.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Lastly, I suppose th- there is this kind of thing out there where it has to get to a certain level. Level three was the one being mentioned for club, like so. It's it's. I suppose there's a lot of things that commit to play, but look. The club split the club county split season is probably it's probably the answer to the to the question of how do you melons both, like but and it's out of all the bad things that have come out of this, like there there could be there are some good things and if that's a good thing, then I think everyone once it's once it's framed the right way, especially in the dual counties, I think everyone will be happier. Um the other thing I suppose the drop lately and not that it affects you in any way, but the joint captains not being able to to accept um, the trophy. I think he could be an answer to a quiz question down the road if if it ever doesn't come back again. I think I was looking today. I think you're the last intercounty joint captains to to lift the trophy. Um, that was the McGrath Cup back in um, January 2020. So um, obviously, look. What are your thoughts, Zareen? What do you think was the reason behind it?
0: Would would you have any would you have any clue what the reason was behind this? I have no idea. Um, we didn't get the uh, national league title either, so maybe we'll be able to lift that because that was last year's rules. Yeah, um, but, uh, it makes it makes absolutely no sense. Like, yeah, I can't see any logic behind it. Like, uh, I don't think anyone had any reason to was an argument for it. But it's the rules now, I suppose. Oh yeah. Look, and if, if,
1: if, to be honest, I suppose like anyone, you wouldn't care. Who win, Who picks up the trophy at the end of the day? As long as you're winning trophies, and I know Davy Fitz said that Wexford are continuing on with their their model, and I'd imagine that year Limerick Football are, are continuing on with the two E. Donal, what are,
2: what what thoughts do you have on it? I just thought it was a strange one. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Matthew Handling kind of summed it up. He, like if you're in a, that position at the end of the year, you're in a good position. Regardless, we won't we won't um, worry too much about it.
1: Yeah, and look trophies aside, and you know, come back to you. on this, obviously, you were captain. You were captain on your own there for was it was a couple of years before the giant captains came in. Um, obviously, there's roles you have to fulfil during the year. Certain things you have to do. Is the fact that it's kind of a, a split role between the two of you? Does it make your life a small bit easier?
0: Um, I suppose when I was first made captain, I was 23 or 24, and you were still playing. Shawnee was still playing. Tom Lee, Potty Brown. So I was kind of, I was like, I can't tell these lads what to do. Like, so it kind of gets easier as you get older. But like, there's definitely the element that there's two of us, both of us like would have better relationships with certain players on the team. There's two different people. John, if you think I can't approach Don over this or I can't approach Ian, it's just eases eases the workload. Like, and even John, the captain, if we have issues within the team, like we can split it down. We have a leadership group that's kind of common now among teams. And like, just not a whole pile of work in it, but like it just makes everything easier, I think having both was there.
1: Yeah, and it's funny you mentioned the leadership group and and the whole thing, like I don't know if you're watching, but the the making their mark um, on Amazon Prime about the Aussie rules over in over in Australia. Right sure, um, yeah. Really good show. But there was two examples in that, I suppose, of a young captain. Again, he was your age, I suppose, when he got going. Um and it kind of took over, it affected his game. And I was he actually got dropped off it affected him so much that he had to do all these other duties that it affected he actually got dropped. It was the first time in twenty-two years that an AFL captain had been dropped off the team. But and then you had the other example of a, a Rory Sloan with the Adelaide Crows, who it made him now he was older, he was experienced, but it just it, it took him to another level playing wise. But but the leadership group that they had in most teams was very important, to like in a. Dole, if I come to you, like, is it something within Limerick football, look, within every team that you're involved in that you'd you'd be very supportive of, that kind of leadership group that would be able to chat with the players and maybe come to the management with things that they see good
2: and bad? Um, I think it's one of the strengths of um, Billy Beggs and the lads, Adrian, uh, Shane, is that, you know, obviously it's their calling on everything, but like, you know, they are receptive and open to ideas, which... Do you know, Then kind of uh, encourages the players to kind of run with it. And if they have a bit of say on, we'll say, a, a tactical element or something in the build-up to a big championship game, it puts more pressure on the players. But also, I think, you know, players enjoy having a say as well within reason. Um, and I, I think it's the strength of our group. Yeah, I like,
1: the no more than any of us, we all have our own angle that we come at. So, like, I suppose you have to be honest in it, if you're going to have that group, that it's not sort of someone fighting their own corner, or you know, it's, it's everything you do is for the betterment of of the group, like so. I suppose there is that whole honesty piece to it between yourselves and the trust in the management, like that if the boys are saying this. It's actually something they really believe in, and that, that they're they're really kind of anxious to to get started for the betterment of, of the football. So, like, has there been any kind of examples that you can kind of without, without telling tales from school any kind of examples of things that look were kind of came from a leadership group which G that 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 maybe the management weren't aware of and that that benefit came from it.
2: Donald, sorry. Um... I think like one one of the big things that we talked about was just the the, the standards within the group. You know, insofar yeah. as our application, where we wanted to go, how to, how to approach training, kind of led to kind of frank conversations. We'll say maybe eighteen months, two years ago, and kind of lads having a look at look at where we're going, and you know, they were kind of difficult conversations at the time, but. To- probably conversations we needed to have have and have in my opinion drove on the group over the last two years yeah actually
1: that that time frame that dolan mentioned there that 18 months to two years like the development of the team from from that time to to now really that like you could really see it would you be kind of the opinion that that was the time when players kind of said okay let's 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 kind of knuckle down here now let's point out a few things that look we're, we're giving a lot to this whole process if we just if we give that a little bit more and a bit more honest about to what we're doing to do you do you think that was an important kind of starting point for the whole thing yeah like I
0: think there's a few factors into the kind of bit of an upward curve we've had in the last 18 months um I suppose the age profile like whereas the last few years like we had 19 20 year olds making their debut every year I think there isn't many now under the age of 22, 23 playing and I think especially coming from club football in Limerick and prior to the academy which a lot of us would have been like there wasn't that element of strength and conditioning coming up so lads weren't ready for inter-county football and I suppose then when we kind of looked at it like fellas had given three or four years with very little return like that extra one percent, two percent like just applying yourself better that way can make a massive difference and probably has benefited us.
1: Yeah, look you can see it. I, like from, from a kind of supporter's point of view, like you can definitely see the change. Like it's it's there's never anything immediate. Like anything that's worth doing, it takes it does take a, a bit of time, like and it's never a magic kind of oh, here's the answer. We found it in this chat, one chat we had in Neville or one chance we had somewhere one night. Like it it definitely is a process to go through, like and it's hard. So like it is hard. Like we've all we've all been through those tough dressing rooms, but if there's a bit of honesty in it, I suppose. You generally come out of it the better for it. Uh, I suppose (laughs) with the giant captain, is there a hot end type thing that you work on? Like if someone's winning the toss or if (laughs) if, if, if someone isn't winning the toss, are they kind of like, well, we lost, you went up and you won the toss and we won. So you you keep at it, Donald. You're laughing there. Is that kind of. I think
2: we keep track every now and again, see how we're doing with the toss. But uh, I think, look, a strength of Ian being out the field is that he can uh, talk to the refs a bit more. And I I think that's another element of. You know, if you if your captain was in goals, this you're you're not having as much uh input like the rugby will say, um, from a refereeing perspective and just kind of asking, you know, a question here and there about will say discipline or, you know, what they want from us.
1: Yeah. And now that he brought it up, Ian, what's what what's Dole really good at? <laughs> uh
0: definitely good at shouting, so I think the ref <laughs> <always laughs> you hear if if you did want to get a point across um we kind of just operate every second game basis uh there is no hot streaks or anything like that uh look works for us it's kind of we probably both have benefits to it and things maybe that we aren't as strong at that the other person is uh it works well for us like so yeah both of us are happy with the roles we have
1: and you you can you can cross that bridge yeah. about who gets the cup when you when you come to it. like I'm sure there'll be no problem if there's cups involved. As long as there
0: is cups, yeah.
1: <laughs> now, I look, I suppose that takes me on to a quick look back on 2020. Um look, there's no point saying otherwise. If you decided to at the start of the year, okay, Limerick, you're gonna win two cups and you're gonna win a championship match, and at halftime in the semi-final of a Monster semi uh, Monster semi-final, you're gonna be up seven points. In January last year, twenty twenty.
2: Donald, you're you're taking that. We'll be very positive, yeah, but obviously it's coloured in by the outcome.
1: Yeah, look, yeah, we and we'll come to that. but I suppose the league, the start of the year, like, and you've touched on yourself is about the kind of the the building blocks that you did in 2019 that went over Tipperary in the championship, being a, a massive point, I think, um, just to kind of get that monkey off the back and uh, great scenes in Turlus that night. But hidden into 2020, like, if I start with you, you know, like, what do you think, kind of hidden into 2020? Was, the kind of, was it a change of mindset? Was it legs just getting older? Was it strength and conditioning hitting home? Was it all together?
0: Like, what was the difference? Um, yeah, I suppose, like, there's elements of everything. Uh, strength, like, I think age and is, I don't think it's, I don't think people on the outside probably understand how much of a benefit he has had on the whole team. Like, he's a lot more to us than an S&C coach. Uh, and I suppose from the start of the year, like, we kind of had our own personal targets. We took the McGrath up probably more serious than other teams might have and we kind of just luckily won the McGrath open that kind of set us up on a bit of a roll. Um, probably still areas to improve like we had two chances to get promoted prior to actually being promoted where we didn't perform great at all uh so there's still plenty to build on like but definitely a positive year
1: yeah, and Don, I suppose that within that seven-game winning run with the McGrath Cup beating Clare, Wadford, Cork, um, and then you're heading into the league, and like that first match is a big match because everyone's talking about Limerick after their win over Cork. Like, but to to, to beat Wadford, London, and then I suppose that win above up in Carlow that was that was a big moment.
2: And um, the Carlow game definitely gave us a bounce because Carlow are a very good team. Um, they play a very good system, and I don't think we've beaten them. In the two or three previous games that we played them in. um, And it was a bit of a smash and grab. Like we were against a Gale and we were maybe two down, maybe three down, I'm not too sure. And then he, he nailed the penalty at the end. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: Quicker on that penalty. Was there anything
1: was going for goal and that? Or, or were you straight up, were you always going for a pint? Uh, no, I, I probably
0: thought it myself, but I think Bigs or someone shouted in, kick it over. <laughs>
1: Roared oh, yeah. in, probably. Don't even think about, don't yeah, even think like, about it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: like it'd be great if it went in, but if you missed it, it would have been a long bus journey home.
1: Yeah, but I suppose, like you said, Donald, like it was probably I wasn't I only saw it highlights now and talking to the lads who were at it, but it was very much uh, a smash and grab. But I suppose they were the wins that you just weren't getting up to that point. Like it was, it was either win because you played really well or lose. And here was a game where probably didn't play hit the standards that you were hitting in previous games but still dug out the the win Like, and there's no nowhere better to do it than on the road and the bus home then must have been like whatever way you were getting in the dressing room afterwards it must have been a big a big celebration as much um, as
2: I, Yeah I think there was a break in between games so like we ended up having a, a few kind of quiet points after and like it's a kind of a big emphasis um, Billy would have put on in all the years that he's been in charge a kind of a club atmosphere and look, you know, it's all relative, but that was a big win for us. So, like, to enjoy it afterwards was important, you know, and it did. Mm. All those kind of little little wins and kind of social gatherings, and that was that was pre-COVID. So, like, you know, there was a bit of a whirlwind of a year after that. So, yeah. you'd look back on it, and it was probably one of our last nights. No,
1: yeah, but it's, it's probably something that Intercounty had moved away from, but in the last year or two not that it's like reared its ugly head because it doesn't it's actually such an important part as you've said of the whole like you're living in these people's boots almost three four four times a week and there's it's so important i suppose to have that bond within the group and to celebrate those things and to to feel like you've come through something with somebody and even watching um i don't know if you saw it but finding jack charlton program was on there sunday night or Monday night one of the nights but it was really good but like they had a serious bond. I know it's different times, like, but this it's such a serious bond before games, after games. Like in it, it it definitely fed into their performances and and how they approach training and how they approach matches. Then afterwards, like in it, it's such an important part, I suppose, of of GA, whether it be club or county, that you have that if you're sitting beside. Ian or if you're sitting beside yourself in the dressing room that you actually know about this fella like you know a bit more about him and it doesn't have to be a big drinking session like you could be going away on some sort of excursion or something like even the bus home from away matches I found very good you could chat lads that you probably wouldn't have chatted to so you know would you have said that that was like it felt more like a, a club team the last 18 months that you just kind of got to know each other a bit better?
0: Yeah definitely Uh Billy definitely does put an emphasis on the social side of the team, not so much social outings, like but just getting to know each other and being friends with the fellas you're playing with, like that there is that club atmosphere, um, which there, there's probably kind of, you would have had it with your kind of group coming through, but there was kind of, there's a few years missing like between, we don't have anyone kind of in their mid thirties really. And I suppose lads just kind of were in college and doing different things, but I think lads are kind of communicating a lot more and, probably better friends with a lot of lads on the Limerick team than you would be on your club team, which is probably the opposite to what is usually the case. Yeah, the past,
2: I was just thinking about it during the week, like and it'll be interested even here what you think. But you're you'd forget that like Ian Ryan is only 30 31, you know, the likes of John Reard and Mike Sheehan there, there's a list of like, you know, we'll say five or six Ono Connor, you know, who were re- very good players towards the end of well Middle to end of your um, playing days at Limerick that aren't playing but would still be kind of at an inter county age. And
0: Jammy is uh, Jamie's 31, I think. And yeah. then there's no one between him and Garrett. And Garrett is 37, I think. He's... Yeah, he'd probably be touching 37. Right? We, yeah. You'd say mid 30s maybe wouldn't be playing, but that has been the case for the last few years. Like, So we had no one. Maybe twenty six to thirty for a few years.
1: Yeah, and like it does make a difference. Like you know, it's it's. Uh, uh, but obviously, it's the, the age is dropping and dropping of of the of the people who are playing inter county simply because Leds the, the 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 effort and like the the effort it takes now to get to the level that you're playing at. Like it's literally you're living it. So you know it better than anyone. Like in you can't really have too much of a life outside of it. Like, and people who, who are in their 30s, I suppose, are looking a bit more towards their careers if they haven't already. And if there's families, girlfriends, you know, kids start coming into play and things like that. Like, so where once upon a time, it probably was doable. Like, it's certainly now a case of um, 30. If you're 30, 31 uh, and you're not a goalkeeper and you're playing 20, <laughs> Then uh, you, you're doing well, like and uh, like Gareth. Gareth, fair play to him because like uh, he's he's the exception to the rule. In fairness, like and I know that having someone like that around, it's it's important to kind of for that bit of experience, especially in the dog days when you were like obviously things are an upward curve now. But there was plenty of days there, Don, where um, where it wasn't
2: that glamorous to be playing. Not at all, yeah. And, Like I, I'd run a lot by Gareth. You know he's a huge football IQ and comes from. A very good club and Drum, you know, and has been involved with a lot of successful teams. So I still do, but I'd, I'd run a lot, a lot of things by him and ideas by him, and he's a great sounding board. Yeah, and just
1: kind of finishing out the league in twenty twenty, Um, like you touched on the Wexford match. Um, obviously there was no different times we were in after that. Like you, I was watching on GA Go like, and I would say the fiver I spent on the Wexford match was the worst fiver I ever spent. But the fiver I spent on the Sligo match was without doubt the best. I was literally screaming at the television the last few minutes after having the ten minutes earlier just texting people going, Yeah, this is done now. I can actually enjoy the last ten minutes here, this match runs. But um, look, that, that kind of I suppose you're going in against Wexford, you don't know where you're at. Um, nobody really knows where they're at. And it's probably that match that you get cold, get caught cold in. And maybe that's what happened on the day. What like was it just the um, case of
0: been not turning up or Yeah, like I think there was probably a few factors like um, a lot of fellas that went Further with their clubs, probably only came back a week and a half before that. So mm. we didn't have a whole pile of time together. Um, the way I think all the other teams played the day before, so we knew if we won, we were promoted. Mm. Definitely played on our minds, I'd imagine. Yeah, uh, It was the exact same above Mantrum. Uh The way our results went today previously, we knew if we won that day, we were promoted. So it probably played on our minds both times and probably helped us then up in Sligo where we knew like we were top of the table for the first four rounds and then we're not going to get promoted if we lose here
1: yeah uh-huh. Um and like he flew out of the traps up in Sligo then he absolutely flew out of the traps like and I, I remember it was you got you got the first score in, in behind the defence and got the point and got the point and just kind of rolled on from then like and was it just kind of did you kind of feel in the rest room before heading out it was just one of those things that you weren't going to be beat um
0: uh-huh. I don't know. Um, yeah, look, we just started well. Like, I think everyone was, Billy made a few changes. Uh, lads knew they were under pressure from the lads on the bench. And Billy had kind of told us, like, 10 or 15 minutes, if lads aren't pulling their weight, like, it's gone. Like, because there is no second chance. We were looking to get a second and a third chance, realistically. <laughs> so it was, yeah, we kind of just knew we had to perform on the day. Yeah, one, in,
2: one interesting, yeah. Thing interesting thing from that pal. Um, was like our our GPS stats went like over the course of a month, and I think that's part of the reason why a lot of intercounty managers want that four week build-in period mm. from, we'll say, we'll, we'll say club championship to intercounty championship, and like this isn't giving away any secrets because Billy yeah. wants this openly said, but you know there's there is a gap between club and intercounty championship. Our stats from, we'll say. Our first two challenge games coming up to the Wexford game, then to Sligo, Wick, Waterford, and Tip. Like the the upper curve and kind of we'll say meters per minute the lads were covering was astronomical.
1: Yeah, like it's it's I suppose in in all GA hurlins it's the the whole dirty petrol like people say at the start it. It's it's almost like a preseason. Um, you were still in preseason mode, almost playing Wexford that Wexford game to to an extent. Like you know, there were, you were trying to get up to where you'd left off um, back in March. But um,
0: yeah, it's just it's a different level of fitness, like intercounty to the club game. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's possibly just in Limerick, maybe. But like lads and I would say most of the lads were very prominent for their clubs. But like you're just getting hit harder, it's faster, less time on the ball. Like it just it just definitely steps up.
1: And I suppose it was a few like there was a few hard calls made on that it was it was there a week between the two games, but there was a few hard calls made on like changes, even you know, you could have stuck with the tried and trusted, but as you said, you know, like there was there was certainly a panel there, like for the first time maybe in, in a while, you could actually afford to say, like Billy had said, look, these guys are, are chomping, they're they're after a good club campaign. Um and, and it showed like to be fair, the lads who were put in against LIGO, they 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 produced um donald i suppose yourself look knowing you for the, the few years i've known you the the wexford game you're 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 heading away from that in the car on the way home you're probably you're like i'm gonna i'm you're just knowing the type of character you are you're probably running through your things in your head from that game and and then you turn up against Sligo, you make it you make a brilliant stop early on that game which probably set the tone in some ways and towards the end then you kicked you kicked the the free into the 45 like was was that kind of a just mental strength during the week, just to say, Look, I'm, I'm going to park this one from Wexford now,
2: and we're, we're moving on to Lego. I think that's the nature of goals. Yeah, being honest, Monday, if you met me Sunday night, Monday, I was not someone you'd want to be hanging around with, and that was a reflection on the performance. And yeah, look, that's the nature, that's the nature of putting yourself out there at inter-county level, you get stung every now and again, but you have to you have to be kind of brave about it and kind of stick to your process of what you contribute towards a performance. And then, for me anyways, it was kind of kicking those points at the end, was leaving out a bit of frustration about the week pr- previous, if that makes sense, because yeah. we'd all put so much into it. We didn't want to, to leave it go. I think that was a huge part of the Sligo performance
1: yeah, and just quickly on that, Don, um, like I know yourself and, and Brian were like, like people might say it's biased, but I think as a pair, probably the two best pair of goalkeepers in Ireland there for a spell, um, it must be hard in that situation when you're a goalkeeper. Like, you know, he knows, especially Ian when he can play what, 50 in about 15 different positions, but
2: with the goals. Ian. He's in the
1: forwards group at the minute, yeah. I, 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 I don't even know where he does play, but uh, <laughs> but goal, I suppose, a goal is, it's it's number one or it's number 16, like that's the reality of it. And you want the team to do well, and for the team to do well, you want the goalkeeper to do well. But if you're not the goalkeeper, like it's 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 an awkward one. Like, obviously, you've made the jersey your, your own at the minute, and when Brian was there. It was kind of in and out of, it was, you know, between injuries and, and maybe a small bit of form, depending on who was going better. Um, it was you or Brian in, but like for, for any goalkeepers or for any players even listening, like how, how do you manage that situation?
2: Um, Like Brian, obviously the top goalie, I would have got on well with Brian. Um, you kind of drive yourself, you, you drive the standards, you kind of, push each other and then when the decision is made you shake the lad's hand or like you know there, there was no real animosity or you know we both got on well once once the team is picked that's done there's no point sulking or pussing like you kind of you, you you do everything to warm up the other goalie and then it's about taking your chance and trying not to relinquish the jersey when you have it and that's look you know that's why intercounty is enjoyable because it's difficult yeah and you're you're
1: just you're it was good, like you did push each other out. It was probably why you were so good, because you knew what you had to be, you know, you had to be turning up with your A game of training and and um and you know there was there was literally a toss of a coin between it most days, like so. But obviously it's it's your own jersey at the minute. Um finishing up twenty twenty again, guys. Um you could see the confidence from the league, like that whole kind of okay, we've 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 achieved something quite Quite big here by getting promoted, like, and something that was been hanging over Limerick for, for four or five, maybe three or four years, that playing in Division Four, like, so there was that weight off the shoulders. It's such a funny thing, confidence, because I sat down in this room watching the the Waterford Championship match on in in, in Fairfield, and you're wondering, okay, where will there be a reaction, or will it be kind of happy with the last But like that game was over by the first quarter. Um, it just looked like a team that was so full of confidence in and. Is that what kinda it felt like around the place after the league? Like was it just a case of okay, we're we, we this is how good we are and now we have a bit of confidence behind us and we're gonna we're gonna drive on.
0: Yeah, like it was it was kind of it was week on week once we did go back and start playing games. So there was obviously a feel good factor after being promoted and we kind of like we paid the utmost respect to Waterford, like we we were often in the position Waterford were in were where the underdogs coming into the game and like it's a very good place to be. in a lot of times like you've nothing to lose and knock someone off their perch. So I think we went out. We started well, and we kind of, I think we, we definitely played well in the first fifteen minutes. Got a few scores, and we kind of managed the game well, I suppose. Which maybe we didn't do that well a week later. Yeah, yeah. but I suppose, yeah, like yeah, it's, it's it's
1: different opposition, I suppose, and you're you yeah, in a different definitely. environment. Um, but you definitely, for what it's worth, I thought once the game was put to bed in the first fifteen. Like there was no way back. You didn't. You didn't go. F- like you knew that the job was done, but still managed to kept the ball well. Like didn't didn't turn the scoreboard upside down with scores, but like there was never a point where I said, "Okay, this game is getting dicey." Like, and you just looked a side that was maturing. You know that that's okay. We've done enough here. Once we mind the ball now and don't give up Anthony easy, um, we're good. Um, then don't I suppose heading into the next the following week again, that just continued. That confidence rolled out. Like. Again, I was like a lot of people watching that on it was on and at this stage you were on RT, like so the audience was getting a bit bigger. Um but that first half performance against Tip, like that was that was just top class.
2: It was a decent performance, yeah. Um I think we had a bit of a breeze, like I don't know how much um people at home kind of realized it was a fairly strong breeze, like it was a few points. Um which kind of tied into probably their purple patch as well because they were kicking from kind of a forty five meter radius. Um well look, it kind of it, it, time has healed it a small bit, but it's one of those ones that I think we'll be looking back on for the rest of our careers. Oh yeah,
1: look, I think I think we all have those we all have those games. I have I have multiple of those <laughs> games. At least you still have a <laughs> chance of, of starting it out. Um but there are some games and I'd be big into watching them back. Um, there are some games that I that I still haven't watched properly. Back, have you, Don? Have you have you sat down, or have the team sat down and kind of watched that third quarter back in particular, or the game even? We haven't sat down collectively,
2: but we've talked about it.
1: Yeah, and look, I'm not going to ask you what you thought about it, but like, is is there? It's in your own hands. Would you feel like is is was it was it more what you didn't do? in what obviously there's a win there and Tipperary, area as they showed they are a good football team and especially their their forward unit or a series unit but was it, there was learnings in that obviously know well, what you think about that
0: that third quarter in particular yeah like I I probably think on reflection we'd have been in a better place if we were one point up or one point down at half the, yeah uh, it was it was really there in front of us and ours to lose I suppose there was the element of the wind, like but you're seven points up, like, following on from the week previously, you'd be hoping you'd do a similar job. And I suppose possibly an element of stage fright, similar to the two opportunities we had to get promoted. So just the development mentally of the team to kind of, when you do get the opportunity, that you don't give teams, especially as you move on up in the levels, a second chance.
1: Yeah. And then even within that game then, lads, like... It showed like you had that third quarter blip, but the team who looked most likely to win it finished in normal time was Limerick. And for large spells of the second half of extra time, the team who looked like they were going to win it was Limerick. Like, so, like, I know you might say look like versus actual are worlds apart, like, but even within that, Ian, like, it just showed, I suppose, the maturity of the team that you're hit with a serious sucker punch, and thir- the- you're actually going into the fourth quarter losing after being seven points up. And there was no real panic. Like it was certainly wasn't people taking crazy shots or anything like that. Yeah,
0: I think like you know, people give out about water breaks, but it definitely benefited us that day. Uh, yeah. Billy brought us in. He didn't say anything magical. Like he just said like relax, basically. Like we were all coming in. We have to do this. We have to do that. And Billy was like, "You don't like. We just need to start winning breaks." And I think they might have been two or three points up, and we were a point up going into the last thirty seconds, and Conor Sweeney kicks a wonder score like so yeah. as much as we kind of threw it away we did fight back and whereas maybe previously we could have taken a bit of a clipping and let Tip dominate the last 15, uh, it did take something very special for them to draw the game and in extra time it's, it does an element of look like uh, yeah. it was just nip and tuck
1: Yeah, it's kind of what it was who, who has the ball at the end um, I know there was this chance at the very end but it's it's guess in every sport. Like the person who has the last shot is is generally the person who takes the the flack. Like, but people forget about the fifth the ten, or eleven other things that happen. Yeah, everything trying like, to. Yeah. Um, there there's always that. Like, but um, that's the that's the joy of being you know, a forward. I suppose you you take the you take the celebrations when they're coming your way, and and if it doesn't, then I know better person than Jamie to. to <laughs> I'd say like he look he obviously took it hard, and people try and, and say it afterwards, and. Like a a silly question, but what was like, how did you leave the Gaelic grounds that night, Donald? Like, was it a case of silence or was it a case of shock or what was it?
2: Um, we'll say that the the initial five minutes in the dressing room was quiet, like, you know, everyone had an idea that it was an opportunity lost, but. You know, once once that kind of washed over, I think we we, we kind of mentioned about where we've come from, we'll say, like what you said eighteen months two years ago, to where we'd like to go, that hopefully this is a a step in the right direction as opposed to the destination. And you know, I I still think we're scratching the surface when it comes to we'll say the preparation that's needed to, to kind of really be very, very competitive and push things on to another level. So it it, it was a taster of what's there and what's needed and, you know, and also a reminder of some positive things and um, the distance we've come. Yeah.
1: Like if I know everyone wants things and when I asked the question about 2020, the first thing you both kind of said was that that touch of regret after a season where you lift two, tro- two trophies, you get promoted, you have a championship win, but I suppose it, it just shows the mind of a, a player like this when they have that opportunity. Um, and I'm, I likened it to, to Limerick when we were playing in two thousand and eight, I think, when we had Cork beaten inside the Gaelic grounds, and and they get two goals in injury time, um, and like that team can go one way or the other, they can fall away and and never get to that level again. Or it can it can drive on to another level altogether, like you've just touched on, and end up in the next three years, possibly three of the best years that that Limerick has seen in a, in a while before the early two thousands. Like so, it's 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 important, I suppose. People take that away from it. Like the hurt is the hurt, but to use it in the right way. Um, and then you know you're watching the Munster final. Um, if you watch it, <laughs> I don't oh, know if yeah. I watched it, but if you watch it. Uh, I and to be honest I was telling people and look you might say bull but I was telling people the week into that like Tipperary 4-1 I said if you have money back because I just felt that that it was there for them after the way they won against you, like and and the forwards they have in particular like they have top quality forwards Um, but you're watching it I know you said elsewhere that you like you, you're you happier that, that Tipperary or clear won than, than Corker Kerry is that the
0: truth? Um it is, yeah, it, yeah. I would prefer to see Tip Waterford, Clare, winning the Munster football than Cork, Cork Kerry. Yeah. Like it's changed from the norm. Uh, obviously, with the way the previous week had went, I wasn't overly ecstatic. Yeah, uh, but yeah, looking, it shows what we could have done. Now, look, we played Cork the year before and they beat us by. I don't know what score. Yeah. Uh, so you never know on the day, but like, it is what it is. Now look, they okay. won the semi final and they took their chance in the final.
1: That's it. Yeah. Um, and look, that's twenty twenty. Like it was. Like I said, like I can say it. You do, you don't have to say, it, but I can say like that. It was. It was. I felt it was, and a lot of people feel that it was really like it was a great year in other ways. But it's it's often how. It's often how if if you're watching a good film or a good program, and the last few scenes are a crap, like that, that's the stuff that people talk about, even though the whole rest of it was class. Like so, you know there there was so much good stuff given given where you, you were the year or two previous, like to the, the strides you made as a group and as results wise, which is often the most important thing that most people take away from it. But like massive, there must be massive um, Donald within the group, massive kind of eagerness to get going for twenty twenty one.
2: I think so, yeah. Um, I think there's only maybe one player not on our panel. We'll say from last year, and that that's similar enough to what Ian was saying earlier on about the age profile is massively important and kind of ties in with Billy's overall kind of emphasis on enjoyment that people want to give another year of their lives because, like what you said, it is you know it is all encompassing. It is difficult, especially. When you say you go thirty and over and career and family come into it, that still lads want to keep pushing and um, like then in keeping with what Ian was saying about Adrian's influence, like it's another six months of strength and conditioning under our belt, huge in the game, especially going up a division. Um, And I think lads just on top of like if you I, I I don't want to go too deep about it but if you're taking it away from the competitive side for you know five minutes just I think it's a massive social important thing at the minute in a difficult year the lads are getting back doing something healthy outdoors minimising the risk but like it's something very very positive in lads lives when it's done right and you, you, you can't you know dismiss that as something important to look forward to for the rest of the year
1: absolutely and you know, just player-wise, not that not that the penalty is a massive injection rent and, but and it's not even that question I'm asking. But like from people you're talking, just from soundings, like is there do you feel that there's a, an eagerness from, from players now when Billy rings the phone, brings, brings their phone or sends a message, like that the Limerick football is something that they want to be involved
0: in? Um, yeah, I think there's a kind of famous saying from Billy that he rang something like fifty players and couldn't get fellas in. Uh, it's probably a bit more attractive. Um, I suppose from the outset, it's up to fellas, look, it's kind of well-documented what it takes to play into county football. We're kind of at a level now where fellas might have to wait a year or two, come in and buy into the whole thing. But look, there'll always be footballers coming through. It's up to fellas, if they want to put their hand up and come in, I'm sure they'll get the opportunity.
1: And just touching on that, like, and it's another, I suppose, the, the year ended with a good news story for yourself personally, like, uh, and fair play about the the nomination for an all Like, that was, you know, it was, um, it's a massive thing, really, you know, and not that you need to be told about it, but, um, I don't know, you said elsewhere, like, when you see the names of the players who, who previously got him, like, the Johnny McCarthy's, John Galvin's, uh, Conor Mer- Lands, like... When you got the caller, I don't know how it works, because I've never been able to receive it in, but is it a call you get? And, like, you must have been beaming your, your mother, your family, the whole, you must have been happy out when you got that.
0: Uh, yeah, Billy Billy called me the night before they came out and kind of just taught me to keep it on the QT, so I didn't tell my mother because she probably <laughs> wouldn't have. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was nice for the club, it was nice for Limerick football, uh, it was a great honour. Unfortunately, there was no night
1: out, so the girlfriend was a bit disappointed about that. So. <laughs> you would have to go again now next year, so that's that's the motivation to get back there.
0: We'll
1: try, yeah. Yeah, I looked all, I, had, I know when Gal got it, um, and he probably should have got it. Not not just the nomination yeah. back in two thousand and ten. Two thousand and ten. Yeah. Like as as teammates, like um, we felt good as well. Like you know, it was certainly. Classic even though it was an accolade for it's in a very much an individual thing like it's it's it, it made the whole group feel feel better about themselves and what they were doing like um was that the same on the groups and the whatsapp 100%. sir
2: yeah 100% and um it was a reflection of Ian's year like I think he made team of the week three or four times and um it was definitely definitely something that Ian deserved and like we'll say even for someone in the academy looking at the team and you know, looking at you know, putting in maybe three, four years of training, it's something to aspire to and It can't be underestimated.
1: Now, where he, where he's going to get nominated next year will be the question, though, because it will have to make up some sort of floating role around the yes. middle. Going by <laughs> the jersey we like yeah, like
0: number sixteen. Uh, <laughs> I'll be on the keeper's jersey.
1: <laughs> um, I won't keep you much longer, but he's just, I suppose, heading into twenty twenty-one. Um, you know, you was it two thousand and twelve? You started. Um, with, with uh, Morris, um, yeah, uh, you you played against Longford. You come on, you was, I remember that's my earliest memory of you actually. Was above in um Pierce Park, did you, you come on and score against Longford that
0: day? Yeah, I come on and kicked three points and kind of felt great, but Derry came on and scored one too, so he was kind of talked
1: to like Um, uh, but yeah, and I'll get, come to the second, Donald, but even looking back quickly to that, like, um. What what are your kind of memories about starting off there and they continued Does it feel like ten years ago? Well,
0: nine years ago now. But um, yeah, I suppose like you kind of have, you have memories from every year, like certain games and stuff. Uh, a few of us came in together: me, Dara, James, Amara, Sean, Sheehan, mm. and it was kind of say a lot of the older lads, and we we're kind of we just kind of bounced off you like and just enjoyed going training and kind of as the years go by, then you find yourself taking up different roles and whatnot. But you don't notice it going at all, like like I can remember going to Trent in 2012 the same as I can remember going
1: a few months ago. Yeah, it's mad, and it? like in, and like I suppose you you're in Ryan the all-star are you in the all-star nominee now? Like, but it, it did take a while even for you to kind of to nail down the jersey there at the start. Like, you know, it wasn't the case of well, I'm here now, uh, I take the jersey, Morris. Like it was, you know, it was a sl- it was tough going at the start, you know, to nail it down.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, I. Actually, missed a lot of the first league campaign. I got sent off playing under 21s and kind of didn't really think I'd be that involved. But I came on early against Waterford. I started against Clare. That day we were 15 points down at half time or something. Yeah. And he won the game. And I was kind of in and out of the team then for two or three years. Yeah. And John Bruder turned me into a back. And I suppose I kind of started nailing down a position then.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, it does, but it like it does take a while. Like it does doesn't like and it, it's it's I suppose it's important for anyone listening that it, that has aspirations. Like it's not a case of rocking on and rock getting the jersey. Like it does take just to acclimatize. It does take a bit of time.
0: Definitely, yeah.
1: And Don, were you a year previous? 2011? Were you? Did you kind yeah. of join during that qualifiers, or were you there earlier in the year? Or how did?
2: It... I was there earlier in the year and I broke my hand in the first session. Oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, you got called back in. Um, before well, I, I think it was Afflee we played in the first round yes. of the qualifiers and sure that turned out to be a great summer. And um, we got to the quarterfinals that year. I think that's the first that Limerick's ever got and like it was it was a very enjoyable year. Obviously um I would have gone to a lot of kind of Limerick games, you know, growing up and just was buzzing yet, yeah, really enjoyed it and was kind of eager then to try and push on and get a, a start in jersey and build from there but like you said it took it took time to to establish um, establish yourself and like that, that was a dressing room where a lot of the players in it you know were, were were serious intercounty players and I don't know about Ian but like I definitely would have learned and kind of taken bits and, and pieces from their style of leadership and tried to to bring to my kind of current kind of style at the minutes. And um, it was definitely a, a huge time of learning when it came to football.
1: Yeah. And like, I suppose the two of you have lived, well, you kind of started um, in, or joined up when things were still at a reasonably, uh, successful is the wrong word, but at a reasonably good level. And does it make you kind of, well, it certainly does me, but it is, does it make you appreciate where you are now? Does those days in the middle, you know, where it's um, it's tough going. Like Ian, I come to you first. Like it's tough going. You're not you're not getting you're not getting really what you feel you're putting into it. Um, and you're looking around the dressing room when you're you're kind of looking to see where the leadership's going to come from. And like, does it, it does not make you
0: appreciate where you are at the minute? Yeah, like I think Donny touched on it. Like the footballers that were there when we started. Like it probably took us a long time to replace them. And now I suppose you're seeing a few leaders pop up, like Brian Fanning, Sean O'D, like you know, there's a few more I could easily mention. Like, uh yeah, I suppose we're kind of starting off a journey, hopefully, and we'll see where it takes us. And,
1: and you're the old man now, and, and starting off the jersey, the journey. Gareth
0: Gar- <laughs> Gar- makes us somebody. You know?
1: <laughs> That's true. And all I just finished with you. So just the same to you, like you know, you've like you said about that score you kicked against Sligo there last year, like there's there's a lot of emotion behind when you're giving so much to it and, and you're committing so much of your life to it. Like, you know, they. I remember being asked at weddings, like, why do you, why are you playing Limerick? Like you're here at a wedding and you're drinking orange um, and you're like, why you, you're not going to win anything. And I don't know about you, but my thing was, well, I never really thought about it like that. It was a case of uh, I'm going to make the best of what I'm can like, and, and that, and where it takes me then, because like, if you're talking about winning all Ireland's things, you're probably in the wrong room. But if you're talking about making the most out of what you have uh, and see where it gets you done, like, what would your take be on that?
2: Like, I I, I personally think football, it's just so enjoyable. You know, club, county, it's just such a positive thing that it's something that's very important to me, my family, I really enjoy. And then, like if I was chatting to a young club lad in, in Monlene or someone, you know, that is just starting out with Limerick, it's about kind of challenging yourself against the best and like like what you said, trying to get the most out of yourself and see seeing where that takes you, you know, that that's that's hugely um a driving factor of why I play football. Let's let's um, thanks very
1: much uh, i enjoyed talking to you there um for the hour um but look best to look with with everything um when you get going um whether it be league championship whatever comes uh, fair play for for what you've given i think you're both you're both in your 10th or 11th or season playing so it's it's not to be um it's not to be left at that sort of experience and that sort of effort that goes into it like so look fair play to everything you're doing keep it
0: up the impression the game will get all with what you put in, it's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it no more about it. But, not so much control in
1: the centre of the field from Phil Kenny as
0: Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar! Your mother know, sends you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods. And she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods. Can you? He
1: just about kept in. Oh, well, Todd! Shawty Buckley! Deal down to do that to Tomas Shea, He deserves to score from here.
0: Then we went out there from the war court today. No more about in the made all the run that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the back of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? We've had a couple of injuries. Here comes Kieran Carey. Carey leading the charge of the light brigade. 45 metres out. He's a chance to score. He's put it on. He's put it on. There's no sympathy in this game for anybody.